I think our next guest actually is a guy who might know a little bit about the, I don't want to say solar system, but certainly get in well, there as a, we have assistant a good, secretary uh, of the Air Force. A good friend of ours, a West Point graduate, uh, former assistant secretary of the Air Force under Ronald Reagan, and uh, a man in the know. He knows what's going on in the world, and he's very, very much concerned. And uh, we have Ty McCoy. Ty, how are you this morning? I'm fine, Katz. How are you? And how's Andrew this morning? We're doing great. Happy Good Friday to you. A- Andrew is learning the business. I am learning so don't, the business. Don't too tough on him. He, he's learned from the best one. <laughs> That's true. And I'm, we got Chad Lopez uh, in the studio, too, the president of WABC. Good morning. Good morning, Chad. All right. Now, we're concerned, and me and you have talked about it. What's going on in the world? I mean, uh, it looks like the evil empire is growing and growing and growing. And you, you talk about it. Well, you're right. The evil empire is uh, it's growing. In this case, it's kind of a little led by the uh, Chinese rather than the, the Russians. Uh, the Russians are now fallen into kind of a vassal state type of uh, situation. Uh, they're uh, attacked a Ukrainian uh, country that was much more ready to fight and much more ready to to take on outsiders. Uh, Putin had bad intelligence. Uh, he made bad judgments. He got carried away with his own rhetoric. And uh, he's finding that uh, he's having to mortgage his com- country. Uh, exports are down. The budget deficits are way up. Loyalty is uh, flowing outward. Uh, he's having to pay contract soldiers a lot to uh, fight. Uh, China is not helping that much. Uh, the arms manufacturing that he has in his country is being slowed down by sanctions, so he's getting in quite a pinch, and he is uh, hoping that uh, the Ukrainians and the Americans and the Europeans will tire of the war and uh, the like before before he does, before he runs out of gas. So I think that the uh, game is that the West feels that the Ukrainians should be given a chance to recover some territory that they've lost, and so I think they will support a counteroffensive that will come in, in the spring and summer. Uh, and then if that bogs down and not not able to achieve any breakthroughs, then I think it will set some new conditions that there may be some uh, pressure uh, all around to uh, negotiate and try to come up with something that's, that's a ceasefire, an armistice, and so forth, uh, all the while, while the Chinese are trying to position themselves to, you know, take over the global south and find markets for their goods there, and also Ty, find the minerals. Ty, in terms of the Chinese, I want to get to that because you mentioned that there, right at the very beginning, you mentioned it again. One of the things I'm seeing now is that uh, China is actually upping their uh, their patrols around Taiwan. I see Mike Lawler is actually in Taiwan, our, our congressman from the Hudson Valley here. In New York, I see uh, Koi talking about this as well. Um, are we ready? H- how ready is our U.S. military for a potential conflict uh, if we end up having an issue in Taiwan? Well, I think that, you know, we've uh, depleted a lot of uh, our reserves of, from munitions of various modern type munitions uh, by shipping to Ukraine. Uh, the Chinese know that. They're building up. And Afghanistan shipping. took the other half. Yeah, in Afghanistan, uh, we left a lot behind there, and that's probably being sold to uh, uh, the Russians and shipped to the Iranians and many other 
uh, bad places. So I think that uh, we would have to, uh, you know, really divert our attention from uh, Ukraine, divert our attention from Europe if, if a conflict broke out uh, in the Western Pacific uh, and, and we had to try with other allies out there to, to defend Taiwan. So I think it would be uh, somewhat difficult for with the repositioning to occur. Uh, I think we, we probably could do it, uh, but there would be some cost in, in lives and so forth if there was going to be a shooting war. You know, uh, going back and just kind of uh, talking a little more about that, when you look at how how the U.S. left Afghanistan about a year and a half ago, specifically giving up Bagram Air Force Base, 400 miles from from China, um, is that something that you think we might regret here in the near future as a country? Yes, I think we will. I think that what we saw, it goes back to a time when I had served in Vietnam and then came back and I was only – right hand of James Schlesinger, Secretary of Defense, as his special assistant when uh, Vietnam fell in 1975. And we had to pull out of there because of a law that had been passed by the Democrats in the Senate that said we could not support the Vietnamese forces, which we had created over a period of 10 years, who were capable of winning on the ground if they achieved support. So by, you know, dishonorably leaving Vietnam when we were on the cusp of a victory like we had been in South Korea, uh, some years before, uh, we set a precedent. And after that, seven countries fell to communism from 75 to 79. And under the weak leadership of Jimmy Carter, the Soviet Union and their evil empire was on a very heavy roll. We're now faced with pretty much almost the same pattern, except this time the Chinese are, the, are leading the evil empire, which consists of China, uh, of Russia, of Venezuela, Nicaragua, uh, Iran. And now they're pulling Saudi Arabia somewhat into their uh, orbit. Yeah, Saudi uh, Arabia, uh, now Brazil, and, uh, and uh, you know, Venezuela, Cuba. Yeah, they, uh, there are a lot of countries that are, uh, you know, willing to uh, deal in uh, uh, black gold and uh, death and repression and uh, centralization and uh, abuse of human rights in order to stay in power. And they are, they're banding together uh, much like they did uh, at various times in the past, but particularly in the uh, in the 70s when we, we got into a very weakened situation uh, and we hope to uh, pull out from wars and not have overseas entanglement. So the same thing is going on now. And, and while I sympathize with many who, who wish to not be involved in foreign uh, conflicts and wars and escapades. And, and Ty... We, we had a discussion before in the studio where one of the reasons for Brexit is because England and the U.K. was being invaded. And the British, even though they didn't want to talk about it, the British said enough is enough. You know, we want Brexit because we don't want to get invaded. And well, right that, now the exactly European right. community has been invaded. And France has been overrun. Germany has been overrun. Is that what Joe Biden is doing to the United States of America? Well, in many ways, that's exactly right. Uh, the Turks, uh, who were very at great animosity towards the European Union by not being allowed to be in the European Union, uh, opened the floodgates and started letting people from all over the world in the South uh, get into uh, the European Union. 
And uh, I think 20% of the population of France is, is Muslim now, 10% legal, 10% illegal. Uh, and so the, the bad guys have, have discerned because of Western concerns about human rights and so forth. They have weaponized people, people themselves, immigrants have been turned into weapons. We've had about 5 million people enter the United States illegally uh, in the last two two or three years, which is, uh, you know, the size of about, you know, uh, 50 or 100 divisions of of troops. Uh, They're all over the country. They're being bussed and playing to uh, many uh, purple states and red states to potentially try and change the electoral balance uh, at some point. Uh, And basically, they've surrendered the sovereignty of the United States to uh, uh, what appears to be innocent immigrants who are fleeing for their lives. But in fact, in many cases, these illegal immigrants are backed by large pools of capital from the narcos, from our foreign adversaries and so forth. So we're in effect being invaded with a a, uh, friendly face of, of the foreign immigrants that are poor. But nonetheless, they're going to create. Yeah, but there's no control over the borders. Everybody's coming in no matter who it is. You know, listen, I don't know why we're checking the airplanes coming in. I don't know why we're checking the airplanes coming out when it's a free-for-all on the borders. Well, you're right. I mean, the people coming out over the borders don't have to be checked for COVID. They don't have to be checked for anything. They're finding hundreds of uh, felons that are coming in, the the fentanyl's coming in with the the immigrants. There's human trafficking. I mean, we've turned the— And and certain countries are exporting their jails to us. Exactly. And nobody talks yeah, about it because why should, like Venezuela, why should they have the people in jails paying their food three three times a day? Just send them to the United States. Let them kill you, Americans. Exactly. I mean, you've got, uh, I mean, the narco uh, groups in Mexico uh, basically are now working working for uh, China. And the Mexican government is working for the narcos. So basically you've got, uh, Mexican is Mexico is being uh, taken over as a a weapon and a client state uh, in many ways uh, hit in a hidden way by not so hidden way by the Chinese. So we're we're having we're being encircled. The Chinese are always blathering about the United States is trying to contain them and encircle them and prevent their growth and their development as a major power. And, and some and of the and and in time, some of the people that are, are are saying Joe Biden, like thirty percent of the people say Joe Biden is doing a great job, or forty percent, whatever the number is on that day for the poll, are those people dumb, or they're tiptoeing through the tulips? Well, I mean, I think you know something. Yeah, I mean, you have to see we're being invaded. Well, we are, and of course, the the pollsters are in many cases. Uh, hired by people who want a certain outcome. And so they're polling people uh, that are more likely to be in favor of Joe Biden, many of the pollsters. And yet even polling those people, you're finding only 30 percent that say Biden should be reelected or he's doing a good job. So the number is probably much lower than that. Uh, and the polls are just nothing but another trick to uh you know, misinformed public opinion in many cases. Well, Ty, we've got a minute left, but, you know, to John's point and to your point earlier, it seems like 
really the Biden policy is let's just do the opposite that Donald Trump did. And Chad Lopez, who not only is the president of the station here, but he seems to be digging up news from everywhere. Highlighted he was a Navy man. He's a Navy man, and he is scratching his head. Well, let's not get any fights. Assistant Secretary of the Air Force on the line. We've got a Navy guy over here, so I want to be careful to not get any fights on the air between the two of them. And Ty went to West Point. Ty went to West. Really? Okay, well, and and there, so you've got – but what Chad pointed out before was – that uh, the Biden White House is now blaming Trump for Biden's surrendering in Afghanistan. Uh, this seems to be completely political. So thanks for pointing that out there, Chad. Yeah, it's a very sad thing. It's a little bit like Joseph Goebbels in the Third Reich, who was a propaganda minister, that pretty much said if you repeat a big enough lie enough times, people, a number of people will start to believe it. And that's now, pretty much what's going on at the White House. Ty, before we sign off, we have 30 seconds left. I'm going to just say some people in Washington, whether it's Homeland Security or, or others, I'm not going to mention no names. How close are we coming to the word treason? I mean, because the giving up... Afghanistan, giving up the air bases uh, right next to uh, China, mm-hmm. giving up all the equipment, uh, invasion of Europe, a uh, hundred thousand people a year being killed by fentanyl. Ty, I'm well, concerned. If you, uh, if you looked at um, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is a separate law system that is uh, covers the military, and if you considered the Commander in Chief, uh, the President really should uh, uh, stick to and obey and be, be part of that, uh, there certainly would be a a, uh, a call for a proper call for a court-martial or dereliction of duty in any number of cases, including taking money uh, from uh, foreign powers and uh, a number of other uh, decisions that have really harmed the, the interests of the United States. And it's really quite it's a, a concern. Uh, it's a concern. Yeah. And I hope yeah. he, I hope I hope he's innocent, but it's a concern. Well, Ty, thank you so much for being on with us on, on Good Friday here. We really appreciate your time and your expertise.